Be the leader, not the follower. Be the cure, not the poison. Be the confidant, not the gossiper. Don't be that lottery winner that complains about paying taxes. Be the gift, not the curse. Someone cozies up with you And slides their hand up past your knee Your butt dials me So, you know, I, I this is going to be my first one of this year that I'm going to put out. Um, and it's not the first one I've recorded. I've recorded a handful of... Uh, around the holidays and then um, at least came up with a few concepts I wanted to discuss this year and I just really didn't know a good starting point because I wanted to make it something new and fresh for the year because you know that's that's what we do at the end of the year is we we recap what we've done where we succeeded where we failed where we can do better where we did great and then how to keep pushing ourselves to the limit how to make ourselves better than the day uh, before. So uh, I was stuck in some traffic on I-10 in Houston, Texas, and I received a phone call from a uh, colleague, and I hope this recording comes out well. Uh, of course, I am driving again. I'm going to try to adjust this. Hang tight. I just feel like it's bouncing a lot, and I just don't want it to be uh, choppy audio. But if it is, fuck it. That's what you're going to get. Um, but he gave me a shout. And um, this gentleman I've been part of leadership programs with. And um, he, he's, I've watched, you know, he's watched me grow. And, um, and I've watched him grow as an individual as well. Uh, as a business leader and as a person. And in all aspects of life. And he, he's doing amazing things. And he was telling me he was... He wanted to make sure that he talked to me, you know, voice to voice, not email, not a text, um, and and thank me for uh, some of the messages that I was putting out last year, and uh, asking kind of when I was gonna re up and uh, and and put something else out. But uh, he he in particular, you know, talked about one, and I, I don't know what episode it was, but I talked a lot about uh, perspective and you know how to how to everything has a cause and effect it's how we view the consequences of something or we we view the effect of the cause uh in in what aspect is it going to be a positive one or is it going to be a negative one we can try to find the negative excuses all we want about anything and everything but it's you know like really just focusing and honing in on the, the good and the positive and um it was a particular line of that and uh, i told him the backstory on how i created it i, I was i uh, had a contractor that uh, was a, he's a great guy he's a great individual and um, but he just always chose to find the negative aspect or the negativeness in everything and then even when you were like yeah but and then show him something that's good about the scenario 
is be like, oh, well, and you know, and, and part of the, the, the antidote was about like, man, if it's sunny outside, it's too hot and the sun's too bright. Well, wear sunglasses. But he doesn't look at things like he'd rather complain about it. If it's too cloudy outside, he, he'd be complaining there's no sun. If it's raining, he would complain that it's uh, he can't he it's too wet outside. If it's too dry, he complains that it never rains. If he won the lottery, he would complain that the, he has to pay taxes. It's one of those kind of individuals. So uh, he he was telling me about a certain scenario where he was actually fortunate to come into um, a little bit of money that uh, wasn't really expected, but it got taxed. And he was like, initially, I was like pissed off about how much in taxes they took out because it severely, you know, it severely affected them. And uh, but then he's like, I remembered that line that you said, and um, you know, it, it just it changed my perspective on how I was going to view this. And you know what? I'm fortunate enough just to come across that money, you know, and whether or not I was taxed or not. So that that's going to lead me to. 2018 and um, he he got my juices flowing again as far as uh, putting the pen to paper you know I, I've talked about I had a lot of changes in the in in 2018 especially at the end of 2018 um, as you know uh, Houston suffered um, monumental flooding and during that process of the our flooding our rebuilding you know, um, we were all involved, everybody, everybody in the communities and, uh, everybody helped out, uh, in, in such a way that it, it made me proud to live in this city, which is something that normally I wouldn't feel comfortable saying, but it, it was, it was amazing. Now the after effect is it's been, it's been a lot of hard work. It's been tiredless days. And, um, and it's going to continue like that for quite a while. We're still in a rebuilding stage as we're entering um, the first couple of days of February here. And um, at that exact moment, you know, uh, my wife and I were looking to expand our family. And we actually took in uh, two foster children, refugees from uh, Central and East Africa. And it really changed our whole dynamic of our home. Uh, and how we need to balance and juggle and f and organize our time in order to be successful. You know, with that, she began a new career as well um, in, the, in a similar line of work in, in, in working with charities, but a more, um, how do I put this, a more demanding position. On top of the already demanding position that I hold uh, now with a, a family of four and, and two of them uh, being refugees that we're going to have to uh, work with, assist, teach American culture, um, English, and, um, you know, a lot of different uh, things in this world that we take for granted that is otherwise alien to uh, people that lived in a refugee camp most of their life. And, and it really started putting everything in perspective of what's important in life and, and really how spoiled as a culture we are. Um, when the challenges of most of the world, because these are just people just like you and I, 
they were just born into a different circumstance by no fault of their own. It's it's more so a product of uh, placement and uh, it's not that we need to help, but we need to understand. You know, once we understand the spectrum of what goes on beyond our walls, we can actually grow a greater appreciation for the simpler things in life and what we can do as individuals to contribute to the, the betterment of society. And um, that it all started compiling itself and compounding itself all at once. Uh, you know, we, we had the hurricane and then I, I had this opportunity and we had our uh, children come into our home. And then um, from there, uh, my team, uh, I felt just got struck with their own case of bad luck. Um, accidents, uh, injuries, surgeries, uh, over the next couple months through the holidays, deaths and, uh, and more. Uh, just a lot of medical afflictions came up and we had to step up as a team. You know, and it was one of those really strong moments where nobody really said anything about it everybody just stepped the fuck up we just knew you know we didn't have to call a meeting about it we didn't have to say hey you're gonna take care of this you're gonna take care of everybody's just like hey i got your back i got you we got this as a team we're gonna make this work so that's what we did and and we finished the year really strong and uh everybody was in one piece for the most part, some of us stitched together and sewn up, um, but nevertheless, uh, all in a better spot. And I'm about to have uh, my first large meeting with my entire team this Monday, where I am actually going to be uh, conducting. You know, we had a we had an entire company meeting just about two weeks ago. And uh, this one is going to be a little more um, centralized on our location and, and really just start being grateful for, for us all being here and, and what 2018 is going to hold and how to take the steps necessary to, to focus on making every challenge a better opportunity to build our character and you know our careers and our families and strengthening the bond between us and between wherever you need you need to get it done there was a quote that um, Jim Rohn once said Don't wish that things were easier. Just wish that you were better. That's not the exact quote, but essentially that's the idea. And um, we're going to go through challenges. It's how you respond to them. We... I know too many people that respond to negative challenges by folding up in a box you know actually just recently again someone reached out to me and um, 
you know, I, I, I juggle a lot of uh, different things in my life, different tasks, events, clubs, committees, positions, um, charities, uh, family, uh, you name it, uh, athletics, uh, health-wise, you know, health clubs, and I just, I, I do a lot. And uh, somebody reached out and said, you know, how, how do I do it? How do I make the time? How do I give the time necessary? And it's, I don't give time shit. That's my response. I don't give time anything. Time gives me because I run time. Time does not run me. I do not allow time to dictate what I can and can't do. I manage my time. And I do it in such a way that I'm almost precise to the minute of when I'm gonna arrive somewhere. When I'm, how much I am going to give and when I have to shut off, when I have to close down and move on. So if I, if I see that we're gonna be running late onto something, we need to start wrapping things up and getting some results. If not, we're gonna have to reschedule and take a look at my calendar. You're not gonna like what you see because it's not gonna be tomorrow. It's just not gonna happen. So I just said, you gotta schedule all your time. You gotta, every single day, you gotta look at your goals. You gotta look at what you need to achieve. And then at the end of the day, this is in the beginning of the day, and when at the end of the day, you need to recap that. You need to figure out what you were able to accomplish and what you weren't. And then you, you don't just start dumping everything in. You prioritize your tasks, you look at your calendar, and then you start plugging in the gaps if you have any. But if not, I mean, for the week, you gotta, I have a 60 day rolling calendar uh, and usually 90 days worth of things that are already starting to get on to my weeks. I post this at my home on two different calendars, one downstairs, one upstairs, and I rotate a 60 day. I have it on my company emails that anybody can check my calendar to see what I look like. I also have this on my desk in my office. I have a 60-day rolling calendar that everybody knows where I'm gonna be, what I'm doing. So the expectations are clear of how to contact me, whether it's gonna be a voice, text, email, where I'm gonna be, if you're gonna be in a similar spot, and then go from there. But it's really important to schedule and have things out because when things are scheduled like that, you won't miss anything. Make sure you set your alerts, your alarms, so that you continuously stay on top of and in front of any pending challenges. You know, Friday I usually try to keep as a float day, and I like it that way because it allows me to catch up on anything from the week that I was not able to do or things that sporadically popped up. And I this individual is then asking me, you know, blah, 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 you know, it's so demanding out there, you know, and I say, well, technology is our gift and our curse. Again, you know, if we let technology dictate to us our schedules and have us run around, and it's not just technology, it's the, the person on the other end of that technology that wants instantaneous gratification, that wants you there at the drop of the hat, because now it's not they're calling into an office or they're calling into, you know, somebody and waiting for a call back. They can call you on the road in the shitter, in the shower, at the restaurant, at the movies, with a client, wherever you are, with your family, with your wife, with your 
it don't matter. They can call you whenever and however, and if you don't answer, we got a huge challenge all of a sudden. But what people don't understand is, I'm not waiting around for your phone call. I'm also living life. Granted, I pick up my calls 99% of the time, it's because I'm wired up with Bluetooth, and um, that's just what we need to do in this world in order to, uh, if you have positions that have constant phone calls all the time, you understand what I'm talking about. You need you need to be always wired up to be able to click that call and take it. But then there's times that I just can't. There's times that I, I just take my phone off of me because I cannot get interrupted. I will not allow the phone to disrupt me while I work on this report. I need 100% full concentration. If somebody calls me, it's not gonna be the end of the world. Whatever it is, whatever it is will be still there once I turn my phone back on or once I get back to you. So it's being able to say no without guilt and without regret. Being able to say no. Then you got18-wheelers don't want to let me in? Well, I guess I gotta fucking burn you out, bitches. But, uh, you gotta have the ability to say no. You have to have a really firm grasp on your time. Now, speaking of time, I mean, I had I had one time we, we had schedule changes. We had to figure out a way in, in our branch, in our location, on how to utilize our team's time more wisely. How are we going to make it more efficient to have people on certain shifts and crossover shifts? And um, unfortunately, there was a few people that had their hours changed. And um, and, and I'm, I work with people all the time. I'll do split shifts. I'll work with you. If you have, it don't matter. And days, nights, if you come to me and talk to me. But um, I had to respond the way I did because this individual said that because of the hours that we were changing them to, he was no longer going to have enough time in the day to do some things that he needed to do. And I responded. I, at first I asked him, like, like, what are you, you know, referring to? And he was like, oh, well, just things that I do during the day that now I'm not going to be able to do because... And, and I was asking for specifics and there was none. And I, you know, which led me to believe that there wasn't really probably things during the daytime hours that like were pressing matters for whatever hours they were switching to. But rather it was just an inconvenience that some things were gonna have to shift. And I understand inconvenience. We go through inconveniences all day. Um, I went on to explain that um, I was not taking any time away from him. Um, I promised him and assured him that he was gonna have the same 24 hours in every day that I have, that everybody in this room has. Same amount of time. No joke. I wasn't bullshitting. How do we utilize those times? I, and I, I went further to explain that, it, you know, there, some of us don't have, and it's a, this is a gift and a curse too, some of us aren't fortunate enough to have set hours. Some of us have to have their 60-day rolling calendars because our days change so much there are days weeks 
where there is no consistency in my rhyme or reason. And without a proper balance of, you know, mental health or, or constantly, you know, shifting your calendar and your priorities, you know, you can fall into a lot of bad habits. And, and you can develop those bad habits and they can turn into, they can turn into a lot of negatives. And uh, I pride myself, and I, I call this a gift and a curse as well, I pride myself on being able to handle balance and change and evolving. I think that's one of my strong points. With balance though comes a lot of weaknesses too. Uh, and, and I can get into them, you know, but sometimes you have to pour into one side of the scale before you can pour it. And you can get you can get a little exhausted, you can get drained, you can have some self-doubt at times. But you constantly have to go back to the balance. It's the positive and negative charge. You know, you you spend so much time in one aspect, you're gonna find negativity in that finding balance you hang around with somebody long enough you're gonna learn about their darker sides if you dive in deep enough to any kind of conspiracy or policy or you know politics or business practice you're gonna find faults everything has a good and a bad side to it but it's finding that balance. And you know, I, I play devil's advocate with myself all the time because I always want to find the good in everything. Even when all signs are pointing to, this is bad. I give the benefit of the doubt. And that's part of my down, downside of balance. Because I always feel like no matter how bad something is, there's good in it. And where do we find it? I try to justify everything. I try to say, well, you know, and that's looking at perspective. You know, that's that whole perspective routine. It's it's how you look for something. But I want to find the good stuff in things. You know, we need to acknowledge the bad and understand it's there. And, and you know, fix it, cure it, um, or fucking kill it. But, but it's really important as well. That we always seek that positivity. I don't know, man. I've been rambling for a little bit. And um, I just want to say, you know, if anything I've ever said makes sense to you, you know, and these people that are reaching out to me, they're, you know, people that, that know me uh, personally. And uh, I've had intimate conversations about, about these aspects. Actually, I was just talking to my wife recently about... Um, about some of my my certain challenges that I face and um, I complained a little bit because I was like you know and she's like well you got this you know you're positive and you get I said I, I understand I got this like and I'm not trying to be a dick I understand I said but now's one of those times that like I said even me I, I was like most of the time people dump all their problems on me and, and come to me for advice, and which I which I enjoy. It's one of my favorite things as a leader that I'm able to help people, and I'm able to you know listen to them, and then philosophize, and really be empathetic to their situation, but also then realistic about their situation. I'll be brutally honest with you. If I think you you maybe there's 
it's not always the other person or you know a scenario it's you it goes back to that quote you, you shouldn't wish that things are easier you should just wish that you're better and how do you do that I mean you have to understand the spectrum you have to understand the scope so um, like I said typically I, I just get a lot of people dumping uh, and I, I, I that's why I call myself the fecal alchemist you know I, I enjoy turning shit into gold I want people to be able to confide in me and and I want to be that support as well but you know there's, there's very few people that I can get to just fucking vent to and I don't even really need advice as much as just yo let me speak for a minute and then maybe fucking give me a few good things that <laughs> I need a fucking boost every so often too you know give each other that fucking boost sometimes Tell me what I'm fucking good at. And then fucking inspire me to go fucking make a difference. You know, I was asked about... You know, I tell you about scheduling. I tell you, I was about to wrap this up, but let me get into this. I tell you about scheduling and how, how precise I am. But one of the individuals I was talking to was asking me about, like, business plans. And how do I... Uh, how do I make such business decisions sometimes? Because some of them, the, well, the ones we hear about are always the ones that are successful for the most part. For the most part. You hear about some of the negative ones too. But for the most part, the ones you hear about are the successful ones. And guys in my industry, different different market than I am, and he, he reaches out and he's like, well, how, you know, I would like to be like part of your brainstorming when you do this kind of stuff. And, you know, and I said, you know, honestly, it's, it's more like epiphanies when it comes up. I don't really think too much on it. It's, you know, I, I, I try to look for the most logical thing I can do, and then I chew on it, and I, I see an end result, and, I, and I, I'm impulsive. I'll do it without any rhyme or reason. I'll just say, this is what we're gonna do. And then, because of who I am, and how I, my brain is programmed, now I just committed to something I have to fucking execute. Because if I don't, then I just look like a bullshitter. If I don't step up my shit and now execute and come up with a plan and fucking go through the motion, how do I now, I just said that we're gonna do this, how do I pull this off? That's my new goal. And that's what I essentially do. I, I, I don't, I found that when I make a plan for something, I waste so much time in making a plan that by the time I'm ready to fucking do it, it's already irrelevant. My success, from, my success comes from impulse. It's, if this is the right time, if I got lightning in a bottle, we need to unleash it and we need to do it quick. And we need to maximize our efforts. And, and we all need to get on the same page and then we'll work out the kinks as we go. But we know at the end of the day, we're gonna, we're gonna execute. We're gonna take care of our clients. We're gonna, we're gonna satisfy their needs and at the same time, we're gonna we're gonna maximize our profits, our profitability, and and grow our shares because we can do more and be more successful. And that's what we just need to do. So with that, um. 
so um, sorry this traffic it's raining and shit people are driving like fucking lunatics um, I started getting into examples with them I was like you know I just realized like as I'm saying this it's the first time I ever said it out loud and actually somebody that uh, I look up to as a business leader uh, told me this one time uh, a couple years ago when I never owned guns before and uh, when I made the decision I was going to get into guns I I, uh, I went out and bought a couple guns joined a gun club and uh, just kind of went balls to the wall and then uh, then I decided I wanted to get more active and I was like hey I want to play softball I'm going to join a softball team but instead of doing that I just created my own team in a league and, and just started recruiting people and uh and then I started thinking about like everything else in my life. Uh, when I was 19, we had a really cold winter in New York, and um, I had the flu, and um, I decided I was going to move to Florida. And I went home that day, and um, I bought a ticket to move to Florida, and uh, from this from New York, and. I did that a lot and I, I realized I do that a lot through my life I'm very impulsive with my decision making um, to some regard I mean I'm, I'm not not in a terrible way though I think I'm gonna jeopardize uh, you know my longevity but I, I saw that even with my family like uh, I met my wife and <laughs> we decided to get married and then I just got an apartment in Texas. I didn't, I lived in New York still. And I just did it and was like, this is where I'm moving to. And I'm going to get married. And I'm going to start a family. And then I moved down there and did it. And then we were like, well, before that, we were like, uh, not much thought to it. I was like, we're going to have a kid. And um, we did. And it was like, now we can figure out everything. Uh, you know, I'm not one that's going to go to a class that I'm going to sit through a class or I'm going to make this plan if it's not going to happen. I got to start running. And then I start running. And then once I'm running, now let me learn as I go. I'm a hands-on learner. I'm not a... I feel like... I'm, I'm, dude, I got no formal education. Barely. I mean, everything I got is self-taught. It's... It's what I picked up along the way, what I've met people and, and interacted with that's, you know, helped me uh, build the education that I have. And, I, and I'm grateful and thankful for it. And um, I just, where am I? I'm making wrong turns. And then, um, I don't know, man. Maybe this is where I should wrap it up. That's my impulse. So, um, whatever it be, whatever you see, you know, 
be the positive versus the negative. I'm actually going to look at something real quick. <laughs> 